All right, so we would like to introduce the people to Homie Lover Friend Podcast. Clap it up, everybody. Hey, say hey to the people, babe. Hey, y'all, I was still clapping it up. Anyway, so we're just going to start off with episode, is this 29? We still going to keep count that way? We're going to keep count that way. Okay. Episode 29, but this is so the, the podcast new- The podcast formerly known. The, pop- <laughs> <laughs> the podcast formerly known as uh, Couples Therapy Podcast. We are now under the name of Homie Lover Friend Podcast. So, babe, um, since you said I was, you know, too long-winded with the explanation here, why is it that we changed the name of the pod? Okay, so the top three reasons why we changed the name of the podcast. Number one- there were a lot of other podcasts called Couples Therapy Podcasts. Literally the day that we named it the Couples Therapy Podcast. Yeah, we found like five or six. But it was we... somebody that named theirs that same day. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Funny story. But um, looking back, like as we would, people would ask us, where can I go to find it? Really? Go ahead, <laughs> Where man. can I go to find it? Da, 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 da. And then I would tell them and they'd be like, all these other different stuff was popping up that wasn't us. So we were like, yeah, that's an issue, but we don't know what we're going to name it. Then the second thing was the fact that when we had people sending us DMs asking for advice or whatever, they thought we were doctors. Doctors. They like literally we calling literal, us doctors. We were, they th- literally thought we were therapists. So we were like, um, nah, can't have that. This ain't about a fitness suit. But we did give them. <laughs> but we did give them our best advice, though. Yeah, we tried. Um, and then number three, I don't know. We just feel like homie lover friends is more reflective of who we are. Like it's a little throwback vibe, and we got a throwback kind of relationship. And um, yeah. And if y'all look at the art. For the actual podcast now, you would agree that it gives you a 90s vibe. And we're both 90s babies. Um, And honestly, you know, that's been the theme of our relationship. Brittany used to say it all the time jokingly, but it really kind of works for us, though, because this is my homie. I love her. And we're friends. (laughs) (laughs) You're so corny. Yeah, no pun intended, but I mean, yeah, it it works for us here. And, um, this was the big surprise. I know y'all was like, man, what is taking y'all so long? What is taking y'all so long? Um, really, it was just, it was a lot of different things here. But more than anything, we wanted to make sure that we got the logo and everything perfect yeah, and for merch. you all. And we merch. We have perfect. merch. The link for our merch will be in the bio of our Instagram if you want to go. We got um, Fooling the Manulin tees. We got Homie Love Friend tees, leggings, coffee mugs, like it's a whole shop. So just go. If you like something, everything's reasonably priced. I made it that way. You know? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Go out and support. And if y'all want to support us, that's the best way to support us. If you want that dope logo that my friend that I went to school with, uh, JMFM Motley. What's that's his, his Instagram? Name. Uh, I believe it's JMF and Molly, but anyway, I'll get that and make sure that we plug that in before we finish up here, because yeah. I definitely uh, forgot to look that up beforehand, though. But uh, I wanted to make sure that we got the logo perfect for you guys before we um before we release it, because we did you know try and dib and dab with the with the logo before in the past, but it just wasn't representing what we wanted. And this one, yeah, 
is it. And the ones we had in the past were good. Oh, they were definitely those. good. Definitely good. They were good. And another one of my friends worked on that one as well. Um, Seif got from uh, Norfolk State University. Both of them are... Uh, one was a graphic designer, and the other, he was an art major at Norfolk State University. They're both very, very close friends of mine um, from my freshman year, you know, that I really wanted someone that I was close with at school to do it, and I was able to get that done. <clears throat> so, very proud of their work. They do very, very good work. And my friend, uh, Jay Motley now, he is actually the new marketing coordinator at Jackson State University now. So he's doing really, really big things there. He does the graphic design overall for the whole university now, which is a big move for him. And then my boy Steve Guy, he got new uh, logos and shirts and things of that nature that's coming out. They're really, really dope. Like he would, he's doing one now where it's like a Goosebumps theme, RL sign. But he would do like an African American picture. Like one is like Marcus Garvey, and it's like Goosebumps by R.L. Stein, and then the name of this book is um, New Niggas in Town or something like that, which is dope. It's so dope. I'll have to repost it on the page here for us because it's really really nice. I'll put it in our story. Um, but outside of that, though, um, I just wanted to plug my friends, man, because they do very very support good work. Support your people. Support people. Yes. No. Support your people, not support people. Support people you know. That's what I always what I mean. put Yo, people. on my um, my Facebook whenever we post a podcast here. Support people you know. Because a lot of times it's really hard to get people that to personally support you know that you, you know. Trust me. That is I the wildest know, thing I ever. know, I know. And but it's like they don't want to support it until it does big. And I'm like, you're part of the, way, the reason why it could be big. Yeah. Support it while it's little. That way we can show love. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah. Speaking so, of. Support people. Oh, what you about to segue into? Me. Oh, yeah, babe. The reason why this podcast is late. Oh, yeah. Another reason. Yeah. So, I mean, outside of actually, we had everything all together as far as um for the new podcast and everything. So, it wasn't a situation it was just time. where we didn't have everything together because we did have that. It was a situation where we literally had to just sit down and record. And it's been a transition for us lately. New job positions, new business moves, and B is uh, getting settled into her groove. Explain, babe. So, yeah, we just really didn't have time. Like, did not. We could have made time, but it would have been whack. Because I've just been dog yeah. tired. Like, lately. Dog tired. So, I'm going to post the pictures of the new shop that I work at on um, IG, just so y'all can get an idea of, like, the work that it, it took. And granted, I won't even there for the whole four months that she's been working on this. I just literally came in at the beginning of, what's this one, August? At the beginning of July, I stepped in and started, like, helping her do little stuff around the shop, like paint baseboards, help install shelving units, put together racks and tables and... Just do a lot of different stuff. So we usually record on Fridays, but Thursdays, Thursday was the grand opening for the party, grand opening party for the shop. And then Friday was our first like soft opening day or whatever. And then Saturday, I pretty much worked all day. And then today was just pretty the, much worked all the day. same. So it's just been like, my schedule has been nonstop, no real breaks in between. And it's just, I was like, look, we not going to be able to do this podcast until Sunday. Yeah, and I didn't want to, 
have her do something where she wouldn't be able to give her all because she was exhausted, you know, and I, I can respect that. Yeah, so we want to make sure that with the new uh, transition over into the new podcast name and all that good stuff here, we wanted to give a very, very good and concise uh, new podcast here. So mm-hmm. let's get into it. I mean, our life, our personal life has been going well, as y'all can see, because whenever there's transitions and, you know, you're busy, that means that you're... Doing some good things here, so that's really, really a good thing. It's not a bad thing at all. Um, yeah, so let's get into our what's topics. on the docket. Yeah, um, let's just jump straight into it here. Uh, let's talk about this Nicole Murphy situation because this we, has been heavy on my heart. I know we late on some of this stuff, but whatever. We gonna y- y'all want to hear our opinion on? It. I'm pretty positive. I'm pretty sure of it. So if y'all don't know, can you move your mic back? A little loud? Yeah. Okay, I'll turn myself down there. Okay. Is that better? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so um, if y'all don't know, Nicole Murphy, the beautiful Nicole Murphy, because I don't want to leave that out. As we know, she's beautiful. But yeah, nothing to do with it. She a homewrecker. She is too old for this. Don't she y'all agree? Like, I don't want to say nobody too old or old in general. I don't know if she but She's 51 years old. Like when more so outside of just her doing this, when are you too old to be the side chick? How do you even know she's the side chick? Okay. She said that was a family friend and they that's how they greeted Look, each other. If y'all ain't saw this picture, <laughs> they got a really, really good picture of them kissing. If like you they were ever a new see couple. a family friend and you greet them like that, I'm stealing off on you. On site. Okay? Good talk. First off, you don't kiss no family friend like that. I barely kiss you like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like yo, uh, they kiss like yo. We've been in the Bahamas. It's the honeymoon. I'm so in love with you. They kiss. That's like, what that kiss look like. I'm at the airport and my husband just came off deployment, and I ain't seen him for a year and three months. Kiss. Basically, basically. And I didn't. When I saw the picture the first time, I was just like. Oh, she out here with a new boo. That's and what then I thought too. I realized That's what I was like, too. I was like, boy, she staying like, with somebody new. I said, oh, he famous. And I was like, I don't know what he do. And I found out he was a director. And then I found out he was married. Hmm. So what is her name? Lay- Layla Rashad. Um, what did she play? She played in all the movies in the nineties. Everything in the nineties. She was the bad light skinned chick in the nineties. She was the bad light skinned chick in the nineties. She played in Boomerang. Played in the Waiting Next Hell. She played in Why Do Fools Fall in Love. Yep, I miss this Frankie Lyman. She was bad back in the day too. I ain't gonna lie. She had the dimple, light skin. She still is bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she is. You the problem. You part of the problem. (laughs) You're part of the problem. That's fine. Look. I ain't no. She's beautiful. Both of them are beautiful. <laughs> but my thing is Nicole Murphy. Why is it her though? What do you mean? Why is it her? Why are we blaming her? No, not a, why are you blaming her? Why, why is she getting the her? most attention? Because she's the only one that everybody really knew. But he's a married man, so can we blow his spot? Oh, we definitely blowing his spot because he's dead wrong. He's definitely dead wrong. But she's dead wrong too. They're equally wrong. This is habitual for her. But the thing about Nicole Murphy is she is very, very... A habitual homewrecker. Well, according to Lisa Ray, she's a habitual homewrecker. According to the pictures that she had with Lisa Ray's husband. Right, right, right. (laughs) Well, can you give like the full background of the story for those who don't know? 
Nicole Murphy is also the person who Lisa Ray's husband cheated on her with, which he was the prime minister. Was he a prime minister? He was the president something. The prince. He wasn't a president. Prince of Zamunda. Prince. <laughs> no, he was. He was. He was royalty of somebody's island, or whatever. And she pretty much. Um, she. I don't like to say she came in between because he allowed her to. They had some extramarital affairs. Yes. There you go. There you go. So essentially, this is. Uh, repetitive act of hers um but more than moreover it just seems like she goes from well i'm not gonna do that because she's a grown woman she can do that see or no see but not with other people man this is true but um and it's crazy because like the guys who literally be single that really want her she kind of like is this sport for her that's what i'm thinking i'm like okay so is it like a you know like a man thing like "Quote unquote," because you know that's a me number comes, ain't nothing. You know what I mean? That to me comes from a position. If it is sport, comes from a place of um, sex is a weapon. No, it comes from insecurity or oh, like yeah. feeling like you have to prove something to yourself and other people. Like, or it could be a situation where you just don't. Kind of like what Corey Holcomb said: he can never see himself being monogamous. But you don't not be monogamous with people who are in monogamous well, relationships. Well, we're not, because more so, I'm just more so talking about the fact that she's always with someone new. That's not more a problem over. for me. Well, that's what I thought we were talking about. Not no. the idea of her, because I've only heard of her being with a married man. Twice. Maybe twice. Which is two times too many. Definitely. Her being with 20 million men in one year is no never mind. She ain't using my vagina to sleep with him. So I don't care. But, and however, the fact that you are participating in disrespecting another woman is an issue for me. Right. Even if he was to come off and pursue her. Come on to you. Right. I just feel like as a woman, out of respect for another woman, even if the man ain't respecting her. You should respect her enough. And more than likely, I they said that they're family friends, so she is cool with her. Even if she's not cool with her, she know of her. She right. knew she he, knew won't he sing. was married, right. So but and the crazy thing about it is because this is why I get upset with the husband there, cause honestly, wrong. I, it's wrong. He embarrassing his wife, is is dead wrong. And you know, she may have gained a little bit of weight or whatever the case is, but you you just don't do that. Regardless, people if you don't want to be with your wife no more, then just cut it off. Yeah, people on the internet were basically saying it was her fault because she, quote unquote, let herself go after the marriage, which to me is total BS. Total BS. Right, because if you're going to be married to someone and you're going to love and support them, then if they if the weight is a problem, then you need to support her with getting the weight off. Right. Period. Be manly enough to have that conversation. Manly enough to have that conversation. You don't sleep with her best friend or just friend in general or family friend or anyone for that matter. (laughs) I was like, doing really (laughs) bad. It's just extra disrespectful. It's it's very, very, very just, ugh. And now we can all dispel the rumor that black men don't cheat. No. No, 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 no. no. Well, I really want to talk about it because 
this whole black man don't cheat thing has been um going on and it's been catching a little bit of fire now. And black in their defense, they every time they it. women try to come and say black men do cheat, da, 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 y'all do. need to stop. The first thing they say is they're Me. not real men, they're boys. Okay. So let me can I give this from a male perspective? You know what? Go ahead, perspect. Cause and I'm probably gonna get banned to get my, my black male card taken or my black man don't cheat card taken. Now, so are they saying that a real true definition of a man is someone who don't cheat on their woman and anyone who cheats on their woman is not a man to begin with, so he's not in the club essentially. That's what they're trying to backtrack and say, but the first thing they said was black men do not cheat. Even if they cheat and they don't cheat. That's that's the thing. In a sense, it's almost like Stevie, uh, <laughs> Stevie uh, J, deny, 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 deny. Yeah. And use that as your, your ploy and your scapegoat. But, Which we all know to be untrue. I mean, it's a good thing to say. It's a supportive thing to say. Because you can really say that. It's but, good on paper. Right. But at the end of the day, black men, black boys, black, <laughs> black males, if you want to put it that way, do sometimes cheat just the same way black females, black girls, black women cheat as well. People cheat. Black people cheat. White people cheat. People cheat. It's just the way it is. It's the way of the world. Here, so, cheat, there, cheat, everywhere, cheat, cheat. Cheat, cheat. Exactly. <laughs> so it is what it is. But it's good to have that as something that's positive for us. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but everybody can't say it. Everybody can't use it. And don't try to use it as you're out when you know you're out here living wrong. Um, and you know, I don't cheat, not Mm -hmm. no more. Uh, I've done it in the past, not with Britney, but Mm -hmm. I feel like people cheat until they get cheated on. And once you get cheated on, some dudes do not care. That shit changes. They don't care. That was for me though. I mean, that's when I stopped because I was like, damn, bro, I don't even like, I don't like how this is going on, bro. They but, will cry yeah, crocodile whatever. tears in your face down on bending knee like boys to men and then three months later turn around and do the same thing. Well, B, I mean, I ain't going to do that too. Like, <laughs> re- legit, that like, too. my mama died type tears. But for real, for real. And then turn around All and right, let's again. speak from experiences here because that is when an I experience. Cheated, when I cheated. That happened to me. Listen, B, well, B, you, B, you done cheated on people too? No. You've cheated. Just one. One time's too many. Okay. Oh, so yours don't count? It was just a tester? It not it no, counts. It counts. It, it counts. counts. Okay. It counts, it counts, it counts. It counts. Put it in the box. You've it's cheated. In the box. It's just like when um But I don't feel sorry about it. When you got it. chicken pox, you've had it. Don't feel sorry about it. Right. My to thing was day. my thing was is why though? Why did I cheat? Yes. Did we really have to? Because it was the opportunity arise, more than anything. I don't remember. Lord, we're not gonna get into that. That's <laughs> the whole story like, in itself. But I but was. for real though, a lot of times it be because one, the opportunity arises. Some people be uh, inebriated, whatever the case is. But people who do it in a in a sane mind, or whatever the case mm-hmm. is, they do it just because the opportunity comes, and they try to justify it in their head that. Such deserves this, da, da 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 or whatever the case is. But more than anything, a lot of people do it because they feel they can get away with it. I was, and just, I feel like that's what Nicole Murphy and oh boy, they felt like my, they can get away with in it. In my situation, I did not remember it happening. 
Um, it was not rape. Let me put that out there. But I didn't remember it happening. And I don't even know what I was about to say going from that. <laughs> she just remember. wanted to clarify it wasn't rape. She knew exactly what happened afterwards. Yeah. And she was and, but fine I, with it? I, no, I felt bad about it. I really, 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 really did. Until everything came out about that particular ex. And I was like, oh, well, let me not feel bad because he was out here doing the Yeah, the it was worst. like hindsight 2020. But that always happens because the last time I cheated, I didn't feel bad about it, but it I definitely didn't feel bad about it after I found out that she did the I same cried. thing. I so cried. It was what it was. It was what it was. And even yeah. though I had been with the person that I cheated on, like we had broke up and got back together. And, like, some stuff had happened. Even though I knew, like, he wasn't, like, the greatest guy, I just still felt bad. Not more so because of him, but because that's not my character. Like, I was disappointed in myself for not taking the proper precautions to make sure that in the situation I knew I was going to be in, I didn't let myself get to a point where I would make bad decisions. Does that make sense? It definitely makes sense. I don't even know that person. Um, it's wild. Know what person? Me? That person that could have even got to that point. I swear I got the same version of you. The calm. <laughs> the chi. The zen. And you still think I be... No, I don't. Off the chart sometimes. No, I don't. No, your mouth? Yes. But everything else, no. You're very, very uh-huh. calm. And low key, that helps me... In my mindset, where I don't drift back or backslide into that, because I understand that that's not a characteristic of yours, and then I love you to the point where I'm just like, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't hurt you because that's something that I know you for a fact that you wouldn't do to me. Um, and a lot of times, you know, you may feel that your significant other may not, but it always be that still that little bit of doubt in your yeah. mind. With you, I don't have that doubt at all, and maybe that's my naive attay. I guess that's the word. Yeah. But. I don't. I don't have that doubt because I, I can just tell that that's not your mo and what you knowing you over these past years. I just even though when you said you did it, I was just like, "What?" I was like, "If you did do it, it had to be something." So you really, didn't really even particular. That's what I'm saying. Like that had to be a very particular. Instance. So out of my character, that I'm one of those people that I don't care how you treat me. You could dog me out, and I will not do the same thing to you. And sometimes like. You know how people cry when they're frustrated, when they're upset? Like, people who about to fight, they cry mm-hmm. because it's so much emotion. That's how I feel when stuff like that happens to me. Because I know what type of person I am, and I know how I carry myself with honor. I honor certain people and certain relationships. Like, just out off of GP, I wouldn't do certain things or say certain things about certain people. And the fact that not everybody operates like that, but I still have to maintain the code that I live by. Mm-hmm. That pisses me off. I feel that you. frustrates me. Well, because I be wanting to be reckless sometimes, but it's just not in me. I feel you. I think yeah, I mean, everybody like, wants to be reckless. That's why I think sometimes. I couldn't have a whole face. <laughs> anyway, let's not even go through that. <laughs> I wanted to because you got the just... best. I feel like we got the best versions of one another because. <laughs> Like I said, you still be looking at me sideways when I say that I used to be wild. It's hard for you to believe, but yeah. is I it had hard for you to believe that I used to be wild? It ain't hard for me to believe it because I believe I I know girls, <laughs> so it's hard for me to believe that you didn't. 
Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. That you didn't go crazy for real, for real like yeah. that. Or kind of didn't have that past. With you, on the other hand, you look at me and you be like, you say this, but I don't believe it. I don't believe it. But when I tell you, when I tell you, when I tell you, <laughs> you got the best version of me. Be happy. Because, um, <laughs> look, it was bad. Well, I ain't going to say it was bad, but. It wasn't good. It wasn't good at all. <laughs> you got the best version of me. So, okay. do what you want. You can just throw stones at me and just kick me in the mud. And I ain't going nowhere. I'm staying, damn it. No. Who said that? <laughs> no, I was just saying. Who said that? <laughs> anyway. Uh, so that kind of goes into what I want to talk about next here. Because I, I actually was on our Instagram page. And we follow a lot of people. Um, and a lot of black couple stuff. And little discussion boards and groups. And pro-black and other black groups and what have you. And they were talking about, uh, it was a heading that came up said, women can no longer afford to save broken men. Are you going to skip the other one? Yeah, we'll come back to it. Okay. Because this kind of segues into it, though. Okay. And I was interested in it because I was like, what do they mean by that? That was one of those that you read the headline, your eyes roll a little bit because you were like, bro, here we go with this one. So I read it. Did you read it? No, you didn't, did you? I ain't had time. I'm sorry, baby. Okay, so I'm going to just kind of... Make me abreast of the situation. So it's a situation where the heading is kind of misleading because you think that it's going to say one thing, but it kind of more so was along the lines of saying that it's gotten to the point now where women no longer tolerate uh, putting up with the men in the fashion where they kind of dog them out and they still allow them to come back home, I guess you could say. Like... When they're down on their last dollar or whatever the case is, you know he ain't no good. But he'd be like, I need you this time. Can you just, you know, save me, da-da-da-da-da? Can you loan me such and such money? You do it. Or can I just crash at your crib for a couple of nights until I get my, you know, my back on my feet, da-da-da-da? You do it. Even though you know this person doesn't hurt you in the past, he done right. brought you to your lowest points and things of that nature, you still kind of allow them to do it. Um... And it was saying now that this generation is kind of more so along the lines of not allowing it. And, you know, in the comments, there were men that were saying no man should need a woman to fix them, essentially, or mm-hmm. be in a situation where they have to have a woman piece them back together when they're broken or whatever the case is, whether that's uh, spiritually, psychologically, financially, um, sexually, whatever the case is. So, I mean, I agree with it. I'm not knocking that. So when I actually when I read the the article and things of that nature, I felt a little bit better about it because the heading kind of threw me off a little bit there. Because I hate seeing things a lot of times now where it sounds like they're trying to strategically tell us not to support black men. Mm-hmm. And but maybe that's not what you I don't support the black men when ain't it's some bullshit. Black man. Basically, yeah, when it's some bull. So. And I agree with that because a lot of times you see girls, and I've noticed that when I was in school a lot, girls like to be around guys who were projects. You know what I mean by projects, right? Mm-hmm. Like guys that they want to, they know they messed up, but such and such, he's so fine. Da, 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 I can I can change this about him. I can fix this. I can, I can make him and mold him into the man that I want to be. One thing my mama always told me is what you see is what you get. So you can't change people. People are who they are, and they will never change. Even if for the moment they're changed, that person is still within them. Mm-hmm. Whether they're covering it or whether the case is, it's still within them. Only God can change people. That's my way of thinking about it. But whatever. I mean, 
What's your thoughts on it, babe? Have you ever been in a situation like that? I don't know if it's there is the man's intention to I don't know. It's just so many different caveats cuz on one hand I think about the men who like are trying to do better and just need support right. from their significant other mm-hmm. and still sometimes end up doing things that are unhealthy and damaging to the relationship and she sticks around for that. And then I also think of men who kind of like are just using women to get what they can get out of the situation. Like the dude that ain't got no job with dating a chick who make money and got a place and let him stay there and she get up and go to work and he sleep in the bed. She come home and he on the phone or watching t- watching TV or playing the game. We're just like being trifling. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's different levels of support. And there's a healthy way of support in a relationship. And I f- just feel like women are tired of not getting the same amount of support that they're giving. Which is like the whole baby boy syndrome. He went straight from his mama house and tried to be up in Yvette house thinking that she was going to give him the same thing his mom gave him. But I'm not your mama. Right. So you think it's more so a complex of they trying to make their woman their mama instead of... In some aspects of it. I mean, they always say men date their moms and girls date their dads sometimes people just don't know better to do better and then sometimes people are intentionally misusing other people for their benefit and women are getting to a point now that they're educated like the black woman is one of is becoming one of the most educated women like more black females are going to college than any other demographic and in that, your thinking evolves, not just because you're going to college, but because you're meeting different people, you're seeing different way other people live. Even if your parents weren't together, you're meeting people whose parents have been married 30, 40 years. Like you're meeting other black educated males who don't have all the issues that your homeboy from high school had. It's kind of like the episode of the, of, a different world when Tupac came and visited uh, Jada Pinkett Castle in college. Mm-hmm. Like he was used to her being a certain way, but now that she was, away. yeah, away. now that she was evolved and she had met new people and she met old she had dudes. Different standards. Yeah, it was just her horizons were broadened. She evolved. And I also think women want men to be able to be independent the same way women are independent. Like, that was something that was drilled into a lot of us females and not so much into men as far as being emotionally independent. You get what I'm saying? I agreed until you said emotionally independent. No, I'm saying because, like, you always hear people say your worth should not be defined, you know, within the context of a relationship. 
or don't let a man determine your worth this and that. Do men get told stuff like that? Not necessarily speaking. That's what I'm saying. Um, but I, but I will say this. Um, generally, just speaking from my experience, being raised in a single parent household, primarily mother, mm-hmm. or just not primarily, but only my mother. There, essentially, <laughs> um, I will say that men are taught specific things here that allow them to be independent where they don't necessarily need. Because I would always be under the mindset that whenever I would meet girls or whatever the case is, the thing that would attract them to me a lot of times would be the fact that I had my own. I was able to cook for myself. I was able to clean for myself. I was able, I had my own car. I had my own apartment. I did all these things But that's not emotional. It's not emotional. But what I'm saying to you is, as far as those things went, I didn't necessarily need a woman to provide those things there for me. So that was one level. But as far as emotional, um, I won't say that they always would say something about letting them define your worth. But my mom always used to drill into me that it's okay to be by yourself. You don't have to uh, have a woman or a family in order to find happiness and things of that nature. Yes. But I don't I don't know. Because a lot of times society, they don't really speak to us emotionally. Says? No. That's part of my point. Well, like, society don't really tell men to stick with one woman and have a family anyway. Anyway, Right. Which is why you have these women supporting and tolerating the BS that come from these men who fall into the traps of society of not having a woman. You know what I'm saying? It, well, it's Think m- of all the R&B songs that, who, goes along, that talk goes about like all the male R&B songs that talk about how much they need from a woman. I want you to be this, that, and the third to me. Think about all the books that act like a woman, think like a man type books. The uh, Go a little more in detail about this. Don't forget your... Just like we've talked about it before, the target of women being the bearer of the, the weight. Backbone? Yes, and being the bearer of the weight of a lot of relationships when it comes to black men. I get what you're saying. And they tired of being having to be the strong black woman. Well, I'm, is this a woman thing in general, though? Yes, it can be. I'm going to say, because I don't think it's just defined by race. It can be, but we're just... But is the it a gender role talking thing? talking about race, which is why we're talking about race. Is it a gender role thing, though? It could be, and it also could be a personality trait thing. Like, you have the strong friend, when they always be like, check on your strong friend. I feel like majority of the time to be stay in context with the article that we were talking about black women are quote unquote the strong friend they're the same people that always have to be like you said the backbone of whatever situation whatever relationship well i will say this here it's getting kind of weird cuz the 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 complex of it is flipping on its head a little bit and the i will say um, women, uh, how can I, cause they always would say that women are the, well, Malcolm X said it himself, he was saying women are the most, uh, disrespected, uh, less sought out, um, hurt group in America, black women. I ain't quote that like verbatim, but right. it's along those lines, yes, anyway. but whatever the case is, um, they're the most disrespected group out of people in general. So 
I'm feeling like that's flipping on his head because of the fact that they're becoming more educated mm -hmm. um, and they're becoming more independent and they're realizing their worth and they're realizing how um, strong that they are on another level outside of the, the eyes of a man, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. Just their independence and their femininity in as general. As a person. As a, right, as a person. So in in that realm now, it's a, it's a situation now where women are finding their their role in society, or not necessarily a role, but their prominence in society, where still the black man is still sought out as a threat, um, lazy, only good for sex, and just some negative context. It never, right. we never had our day in the sun, essentially. And whenever we would get our day in the sun, it was always shot down and murdered, essentially. So, what we're saying, what I'm more so saying along the lines now is. More than ever, I feel like we need the black woman because they're finding their prominence in a world where we were never able to, to find our prominence. Right. And I think part of the thing is not like we just walking away and leaving, you know, black men out to dry. The article said women can no longer afford to save broken men because we... I feel like a lot of my friends or a lot of the people that I see on my social medias, and it could be me living in a bubble, you know what I'm saying? Because you often follow like-minded people. Mm -hmm. But women are extending the tools that we have gained over time to black men to say, hey, you know, these are the things that you can do to get to the same level. Like, it's out of support. Not out of, I'm fed up and I'm going to leave y'all out here to do whatever. It's out of wanting to be equal. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm tired of, not me in general, but just saying, something is like really has my eye burning. I think it's the oil from my hair. But it's just like, um, sorry, babe. I forgot what I was saying. Well, what I'm saying now is with, Bye. and then even in music now, I will say this as well. It's a situation now where women are getting to the point now where they're starting to be the ones who are taking advantage of the male. What you mean? Just in women. I mean, in the music, I'm sorry. In the music more so now. Uh, or are women just sexualizing men the way men sexualize them? I don't Correct. think that's a new thing. Well, Look, I'm not necessarily was saying it. it's a new Fox thing. Fox Brown was doing it. It's but it's just, becoming the popular thing now where it's more so becoming trendy for women to do it. Even though that Little Kim and Foxy Brown were reciting this in their lyrics now, girls wasn't aspiring to it, I think. Really? I don't think girls were aspiring to it. See, a lot of times when we have- Maybe it's just a social media thing. I don't know. Because we're of, able to see it. A lot of times when we have conversations like this, I often think, is it that times are changing or that we're getting older? You get what I'm saying? Like, mm. when- when uh. Hey, ladies, when your man want to get fucked, who sing that? Blue Contrail? Mm -hmm. that Hit him up with Style came out. Listen to the lyrics in that song. Um, I bet you there was some 20-something-year-old chick who was going through a situation that was similar and just like that was her jam. Well, and she tried some of that. Maybe you know I think saying? it's not necessarily the fact that we're getting old, but I think it's because we live in a different era now where we can literally see the masses reacting to reacting it to it yeah. and seeing them seeing the following of right it. before you just you had your circle you had your 
your group that you were with. And if your group didn't bang with it or they wasn't trying to do it, then you felt like nobody was. Right. But now you have access to see everything and everyone, even if you know them or not, vicariously. So now it's a situation now where we may feel that way because we're able to see more people react to it now. So maybe it wasn't a difference, but it still is a difference now because we're able to see it more across it. the across the masses now. And it, it's just it's just a weird duality, man. Just um, how things are kind of flipping on his head now. Um, more than anything, now you see men being disrespected, and and and. and and kind of set to the to the side there. But what I will say is, there's no excuse for um, there's no excuse for men who dog and and put women through the fire there to abuse them in that fashion. I will say that. But if it is a situation where you know this guy isn't abused, I I feel like a lot of times girls with the guys that they do get abused by, they're more reluctant to let that happen. But for the guys that they don't get abused by, but it's just a situation where they really are on a, uh, hard on their luck and having a situation now, they will kind of turn their back on them faster. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's kind of weird. But, but it's like a psychological be... attachment to some people when they do you wrong, I guess, or something like that. When it comes to women. I'm a, I, I, I feel like Part of that is the nurturer in us. But I feel like there's a resurgence or an emergence of fighting that natural inclination. It's basically what you feel versus what you know. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, you know when somebody is mistreating you. Once you get that revelation and you start to let go, you have to un you have to divorce yourself from the idea of what you thought this was going to be. You know what I'm saying? Like some people can't let things go because in their mind, they already had the 2.5 kids with the white picket fence. And they, that's two kids and a dog, 2.5 kids, the white picket fence, like the whole American dream type of thing. And then it's just like, but he won't, but this ain't the person I was supposed to be with, but he won't, (laughs) Listen to me when I talk to him. I got to fight for his attention. But he won't stop going over his mama house and letting her dictate what happens over here in our house. But he won't. Like, all these other things are standing in the way. And if I could just get him to see that this particular problem is what's keeping us from our happiness, then that's it. And it's just this one or two little things. The rest of the stuff I can deal with. Like, that kind of subtle, I guess, mentality. Or fix it mentality. I don't even know if it's so much as women are fed up with it. We just don't have time for it. Like, I'm in school. I'm career driven. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, and people are accepting that a little bit more. People are accepting. I've heard so many people like, I'm not having kids. I want to get married. I'm going to be the cool auntie who doing X, Y, and Z. Like, how many girls have you heard say that? My sister says it all the time. I'm going to be the cool auntie. And I'm fine being ex because they're just tired of it. Yeah. What's next, babe? It's a weird duality. Um, Bow Wow strikes again. <laughs> Speaking just to of keep trash it along the men. lines of this, keep along the lines of this. 
Speaking this of is a weird man. situation because how is it weird? It always happens with Sierra and Russell Wilson. It's just a recurring theme for them. And Sierra's just as sweet as she want to be. Like honestly, when she got with Future, I was like, "How and why?" Because I just never saw her being with that type of guy. I guess that's the sweet girl who liked the draw dealer. That's the girl in high school See, who messed with saying. the older This is what I'm saying. You know what comes along with that life, but you still attracted to it? Maybe she didn't now. Do people really show you all bad about him in the beginning? No. Brittany, no. He could have been. No. Listen, 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 listen. No. Listen, listen no, because it could be all glitz and glamour. Listen and it, glam, to I'll let you speak. me, please. He could have been nice. They could have had great conversations. That once was a time in my life where I was like, I don't want no thug, but I want like a dude who used to be a thug. They still got that little street love swag, but just like, we'll go to church with me on Sunday too. You know what I'm saying? You I know? know exactly what you're saying. Like, and I'm sitting here shaking my head been, and I'm just like, you don't agree you with it. You are who you are. You don't agree with it, but I'm I'm telling you, logic this was it. the... Yes, this was the psyche. And He's maybe is different. Well, not maybe. He's different now. He doesn't do this anymore. This and third. Or even sometimes the keyword that you just said, Nick. Go ahead. Or even sometimes you don't even know all the back stuff to a person. You just know, like, okay, let's be for real. Sierra had her career. He had his career. She ain't got time to be paying attention to the rumor mills. She probably know he got. Four baby mamas or however many baby mamas he got, but what rapper don't? So it's like if a dude with this kind of past is pursuing a serious relationship with me, he must be ready to settle down and become serious. I don't know all the stuff that comes from his past, the women that he was dealing with, how he is. I just know what he shows me when we go out to dinner and we sit across from the table the table from each other, be a candlelight, and have six-hour conversations. I know what it's like for him to fly me out somewhere because he missed me or me to fly him out because I miss him. Like, it's those type of intimate moments. There are parts of me that you see that nobody else sees, and hopefully vice versa. And that's the kind of stuff that is difficult to make people understand when they're not in a relationship. They were like, I don't even see what you ever saw in them. You won't see that because there was a level of intimacy there that nobody else saw. That level of intimacy probably was genuine at the time, but also was not 100% who he was. You can fake somebody for a while, but you can't fake them the whole time. And that's what I think happened between Sierra and Russell Wilson. He showed her the side of him that he knew that she would fall for, and then he couldn't hold up that facade for a long time. So the real him came out, and she had to see it for herself. I guess everybody plays the fool because, honestly, your logic behind it is great. You've really explained it out thoroughly, but you are who you are who you are. And sometimes you just got to look at the red flags. What if she didn't see Because at the end of the day, Brittany, you stated red flags that was just something that was going to be presented right off the bat. Even though it's the same way where you don't know that he was a serial killer or you didn't know he was going to kill me, but he did. I mean, just like when we be watching with uh, those uh, TV One specials or whatever the case is. Um, What is it called? For My Man or what is it? Yeah. 
it's certain red flags. Like the first thing you say as soon as you see the people when they when they act on the track, he look crazy. That'd be the first thing you literally That's say. That's because they but be looking whatever the case is. Even with future, I can understand that you can't judge a book by its cover. But at the end of the day, you got to be able to see things out thoroughly before you start making certain decisions like having kids with someone before you're married and things of that nature. Because there's a lot of things. Even after you're married. Even after you're married. But my thing is, if he could show me a commitment on that, then that will go a long way. First off. Before I can start having a family with this person, because what people sometimes don't understand but is when you, you have a kid, that's that, forever. Do you think that's more forever than a marriage? Do you think that is more like? Do you think people are really thinking about that? I understand that people ain't thinking about that, but that's why you got to think. Sometimes you can't think when your heart and the infatuation is gone, but you have to eventually. That's why people get hurt, and it's not necessarily saying build a wall up or things of that nature, but it's the same reason why how we were saying. Um, just with the last statement that, or the topic that we were just speaking on where it was about, uh, it was, we were running out of time. Women can't afford to, to fix broken man, essentially. Um, give me one second. Spider break, y'all. God, No, it's not a spider. What? Is it still going? Yes, it is. Oh. The numbers are still low. All right. Um, what was I saying? It was just like how we were just stating about how women put up with broken men. Essentially, future was broken, right? It's 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 yeah, a level of I mean, being broken. I mean. Hindsight. Yeah, it's a level of being broken. So it's a situation where she was putting up with the fact that, all right, he has X and Y Z amount of baby mamas. It's a situation where I don't know where he is, da, 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 but he does Did, X Y Z. Did she not know where he was? We're speculating. We don't know that. Eventually, I had to get to that point. He could have been up, checking Brittany. in. He could. All I'm saying is. I have been a woman in relationships with a dude who was one way with me and one way at a different point in time. Me not knowing. But the true side always surfaced again. So you know. Yes, but that was like literally. Okay, let's take my ex-fiance for an example. He was a totally different person with me than he was anywhere else. Out of our whole relationship, it was only that one thing that happened. And I was just like, this ain't going to work. But other than that, there was no red flags. There was an a, a incident before then, but literally like the day that he did whatever he did, he told me about it. And it wasn't like something on a humongous scale. It was just something that he knew that I wouldn't like. It won't even that deep. Okay. Well, we're getting on topic because we ain't no. even supposed to be talking about future in, in, in Sierra. My thing is, people, if you're listening, before you get into the cloud of infatuation and being in love, quote unquote, pay attention to the Take a time. Take a moment out and just look and think everything over and think about all the things that may come up. I'm not saying let it cloud your judgment or whatever the case is, but keep it in the back of your mind. That way, when it does come up, it won't catch you off guard and you won't be surprised or shocked. Now, granted, I know a lot of black women have this because a lot of them have walls that are built up and you have to meet X and Y and Z requirements before you can get all the way in. So I get that. Some do, some don't. So, I don't even, what? I don't even like that idea. Brittany, you had a wall up. 
You did? You just meet X, Y, and Z criteria. Some people have that. Just because you don't, sweetie, it doesn't mean that others don't. Others don't. I don't been with girls I where I had to, I had to show them that heart, I can do this. Follow your heart, but take your head with you. Right. You got to think. But more so, what I'm going along the lines is the topic is Bow Wow. Yeah. Bow Wow at a concert in some club or whatever the case is. It got to the point where he said, I had that bitch first, right? Yeah. Which I don't know why people still see the reason to disrespect Sierra. Is it because she's happy? It's not them. I don't know if it's even blatant disrespect of Sierra or is it self-loathing? Oh, so you're saying more so it's because it's they a reflection ain't shit, of so you. trying to save face. It's a reflection of, okay. I have an insecurity. And now the world sees how happy she can be. Right, 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 right. right, right. And, and I was, was the one that provided never that, yeah. that way with me. Right. I messed up. I lost one. And which is crazy because I was like, y'all were kids, bro. Like, I can see if future feels that way, but you, you probably didn't even have the capacity to provide her that happiness at that time because y'all was teenagers. Exactly. So, oh, Bow in Wow early has 20s. issues. They were in the early 20s. I think they were younger than that at no, the time. Because no. when did, when did, when they were dating, we were still in high school, Brittany. Bow Wow ain't that much older than us. He's two years older than okay, us. Okay, let's look and see. They were probably 18, 19, maybe 20. But either way it goes. It ain't even about the age. Because even in your 20s, you're still young. And you're not going to marry that person that you're with, more than likely, unless, you know, you do. But them, on the other hand, being that they were socializing child stars, I guess you could say, it was a high, high chance that they wasn't going to get married. I mean, that just rarely happens. So my thing is, at the end of the day, Bawa has a complex. He needs counseling. I know y'all agree with me. Like, he has a short man complex or some type of complex where he just feels like he needs to tell people his self-worth instead of just having it within him. Like, he does, he doubts his self-worth, I feel like. What you think? Yeah. I, like, I feel like he that. doubts his self-worth and he has to speak it out in moments where it doesn't need to be spoken in order to try to validate himself. And if he didn't do that, people would validate him for himself. With you know, we would validate him essentially. Because if he wasn't out here having these episodes, people would respect him more. Correct? People respect Romeo, even though he done made some questionable decisions. That's because Romeo's daddy was in his life, and he tell him when he looked like a sucker. Yeah, maybe that's what it is, man. Having fathers, real fathers, real men. I knew you was gonna say that. Like man. when you got a father in your life, maybe it does change everything. Cause, but I mean, I didn't have a father in my life, so I, I just had people. I think people just. The right people around you to teach you certain things. I'm not even going to say fathers. You just got to have the right people around you in your life to teach you certain things. Because it can be from a woman that can teach you your self-worth and how to treat a woman and how to have self-respect and do the right thing and all that good stuff. It can be a woman or a man that could teach a man or a woman that. So I'm not going to just say just because you didn't have a father in his life. And I don't know if he had a father in his life or not. So they said back in 2004, the single was in a relationship with Bow Wow. 2004, they were literally teenagers. He's 32 now. So he's two years older than me. And so he was 2004, what? you were literally 14. So he was six. He was 16? He was probably 16 or 17. 
And she was probably 16 because she got on the scene when she was 15, 16. They I were kids. Keep, I just keep seeing that picture. There was at the Kids' Choice Awards probably or some shit. I just keep, it's, maybe it's her height. Yeah, she always was taller, so she gave you and that. Then he but was, she was 16 he, when she came out on the scene. She always looked mad that over. That always throws me. Like, I be forgetting that Monica is young. Monica she always when gave she came out. Vibe. She always gave an old, older vibe. How old is Monica? She might be. Like she 35, might 38? She's 38. Yeah, she was, she's almost 40. That makes sense. She was though. born in 1980. That makes sense. But she was 14 when she came out. She came out in like 97, B. I know, but I'm saying just like, I be forgetting how young she is because she's been out for so long. That's like with Beyonce. I feel like Beyonce, Brandy, Monica, I like Beyonce. Janet Jackson, they feel like they... They feel like they surely sees an age <laughs> because they pretty mm, much been a part been, of your life, and they feel it feels like they've been old all their life. Yes. Yeah. Even look at Beyonce when she was in uh when she was with Destiny's Child, and you see videos, and you be like, dang, that makeup 16. that makeup made them look older. The now. makeup back then, yes. And then now they wear makeup that makes them look, Make younger. them look younger. So it was like they was in the time capsule. Right. I don't know. All yeah, nineties makeup is, always was to make you look older. Now makeup is to make you look younger and hide all More that. More fresh. Booga booga. I just feel like <laughs> Val just needs a hug. He needs to See, be and that's quiet that part and take of a high that's part, that's that part of me as a woman. He, I'm guilty. He does need a He does need I'm a hug, guilty. Though. Like somebody needs to just love on somebody him in a way. Need to fix him. He needs a yala. He's not going to listen to a yala. He needs a yala. He's not going to listen. He's not going to listen to nobody. Listen. And that's part of his complex. And that's the people around him who made him that way. Okay. So let's go and double back to a topic that was in the beginning here. Because this topic is kind of out of place. But this is along the lines of not necessarily group thought, but how the social media can try to gang up on somebody when they actually are right. And I don't even know if he's necessarily right in this. but And I was just about to say, I don't know if I would use the word right. I would say... When- when they gang up on people without taking into consideration everything that they did. Or just sitting back and thinking like, And the intention in which they meant it. Right. The intention of it. Then also, stepping back and just be like, yo, three years ago, how would you have felt about this? Because the world has progressed so fast in like three years. So essentially, are you looking it up right now? I'm looking up the exact quote. Right. Yeah, because we want to make sure we get the quote right here for you guys. All right, so we're currently watching BET right now, and Sunday's Best is back on. Sunday's Best! And <laughs> I used to love this show growing up. Like, me and my mom used to watch it together. I don't think B used to watch it or whatever, but Mm-mm. man. And the fact that B is so churchy and didn't watch it is wild, because I'm not super churchy, but it brings the churchy out of me. I love this show. BET, man. Oh, I'm so happy for them. I'm so happy for them. They're, they're getting it back. They got this new show with Lisa Ray that's kind of like my man on TV one. And at first I was like, I don't know if I'm watching this, man. I don't really like shows like that. But when it first came on, the the way the production of it looked, I was like, yo, I might have to watch this because it looked like they just had some good actors in it. It it kind of reminded me of um Unsolved Mysteries. 
And as y'all all know, Unsolved Mysteries was probably like one of my favorite shows as a kid growing up. I was a weird kid. I I used to be around a lot of old folks all the time, so I oh. watch old people shows like Lifetime movies and things of that nature. I found the quote, babe. All right. So this is the quote, and I got this from Washington Post, so if they wrong, I didn't quote it wrong. That's the Post. says, um, I'm never one to tell anyone how to parent their kids, obviously. I think if you come from a place of love, you really can't go wrong. But at the same time, my God, if you're three years old and saying you're feeling a certain way, or you think you're a boy or a girl, or whatever the case may be, I just think it's dangerous as a parent to make that determination then. Okay, then you're going to be a boy or a girl. It's sort of alarming. And my gosh, I think it's about the, I just think about the repercussions later on. And basically, they were saying that, I feel like, I don't know where the quote is, but it says, he used the word dangerous. That it's dangerous for parents to accept their kids as transition, as transgender. That's not his exact words, but that's pretty much what the Washington Post summed up him as saying. Which, I kind of don't find a problem with what him saying, because... At three years old, like B said, as soon as I sent her that, she was like, some kids want to be a dinosaur at three years old. <laughs> like, you know, I want to be an airplane. I want to be a car. Like, you say silly things when you're a kid. Not necessarily saying that a kid saying that, they may not mean what they say. Or, But the thing is, they're three at the end of the day. And to be making permanent life-changing decisions like that, it's a little too early. Let's wait until they get 15 years old and see how they feel about it. Yeah. And I think that people were just so ready to jump on him because I've never known Mario Lopez to be problematic in any way, shape, Now they form. see Slater. Like, I don't think that he's ever said something that was crazy. I just feel like because this is his first time saying something, quote, unquote, outlandish, that... um. People wanted to make it a, make it a big deal, but I also feel like people just didn't take the time to think about what it is he was actually saying. He not saying that he was for or against anything, other than allowing a three year old to make lifelong decisions. I would not allow a three year old to pick out. You don't even most of the time let a three year old dress themselves. Right, let alone change their whole sexual orientation. Like, anybody that was thinking about that, in my opinion, this is just poor parenting. Um, Now, they may have an argument, because just think of it as someone who is transgender, and they may have the argument, well, growing up, I was just so confused, and I had to deal with being bullied and picked on, and had this situation came up where my parents would allow me to make this decision back then, then I wouldn't have had to go through that. So maybe that's their way of thinking about it. But that still ain't justifying it in my opinion. Not to me. I totally agree with him. Like at three, you cannot make a life altering decision like that. And I also will say kids are a lot smarter nowadays than when we were three. They are, which can add to their their POV. But I also still feel like as a parent, my job is to protect you and to protect you from even yourself. Just because your child want to eat Snicker bars and cotton candy all day on day. 
don't mean that you can allow them to eat Snicker bars and cotton candy all day. There has to be some order. And you making that life decision at three is not the way it's going to work in my house. If you tell me again at eight, I'm going to tell you the same thing. We'll revisit it. You tell me at 16, then there's a conversation that needs to be had. But at three years old, like I told Bruce, people want, kids want to be everything. Yeah. A fire truck. I want to be a sheriff. I want to be a cowboy. I want to be a Native American. I was about to say Indian. (laughs) But I'm just thinking of like all the little things that kids do. Girls walk around in their little princess Elsa, I'm Princess Elsa. My best friend told me that her sister used to say that she was Princess Jasmine. Mm-hmm. Tiara's sister, Kira. Mm-hmm. She was like, people would ask her her name. Oh, my God, little girl, you're so cute. What's your name? Jasmine. And she really, really thought she was Princess Jasmine. Did her mama let her wear a a, navy, a blue tube top and put her hair on the bone and have a pet tiger? No. Yeah, I mean, there's some arguments that can be had for it, but, and you can make the argument that straight people shouldn't have this, or people who aren't uh, transgender shouldn't be able to dictate this here, because there could be a situation where the kid really is that. Think about, um, what's that girl name? Sydney Starr. Growing up her whole life. Yeah, and King Amaya Scott, and the girl that had the show on TLC, I Am Jasmine. You, when you think about all those things, you'd be like, well, maybe this was a situation where they always knew that they were different from day one. Well, if you know at three, you're going to really be sure at 16. <laughs> anyway, that was something that we wanted to touch <laughs> on there because it was just that group thought thing. It's just the fact that they're coming down on AC State. Like, stole my boy AC out, man. Like, Not even the fact that they're coming down on him. is. It was the fact that nobody really thinking. tried to understand what People he was saying. Right. They just heard him say something that, that a certain group, group of people didn't agree with or feel, and they jumped on him for having an opinion. More an so opinion that he was asked about. Can't say nothing wrong about the animal pig. <laughs> you stupid. Who said that? I feel like you did. My dad did say that before, but I forgot somebody else said they're taking all the letters. Yeah, it was a stand-up comedy. I can't remember. All right, so another thing that some people were just wanting to hate on that is so positive. Like, I can't understand how somebody can hate on this. And honestly, I even caught my own girlfriend hating on it there. On what? Taco Tuesday. You hated on it. You know you did. I said it was corny. Yes. And it's corny. I call you corny all the time. You like corny people. That's no, I different don't. though. You do. You even admitted that you like. Anyway, we're not going to go into that because I'm not corny. But Taco Tuesday is not different. corny. But it ain't even hate on the Taco Tuesday thing. It's more so hate on the fact that LeBron be at his son's AAU games and literally like putting on the show for the kids. That's not corny to me. That's not corny. And plus it's not. So a lot of people were having the argument that he's um, showing out and uh, showboating and all that good stuff. What? And he needs to just, you know, just be there and support. He doesn't have to go all into that. Do you see any other other parents doing that? Because no other parents are LeBron James. Exactly. 
If LeBron James was my daddy, every time my friend come Dad, over, I want you to dump. <laughs> Dad, go dump. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, go show us free throws. I thought I was the jank. Well, my daddy used to come on all the school field trips. People will find you. Because your mama ain't coming. What are you talking about, mama? No, that's how it would feel. Oh, I was about to say, my mama was at everything. <laughs> she was whooping everybody kids, too. Mama, bro, they used to hate when my mama used to come on the field trip. Man, your mama gonna whoop us, man. <laughs> Damn. I'm like, well, stop being bad. Y'all see me over here following in. I'm walking in a single file line. <laughs> like, Grab your partner's hand. No, but like, what kid don't like to just like, when you have a parent that has a cool talent to be able to display it? You know what I'm saying? Just think how special it make his son feel, one, and how all the kids who don't have fathers. And a lot of the kids, because they're older now. Maybe it's the fathers that feel like, here come LeBron. You know who it is. We're not going to get into that, though. But- you know what it is, but it was one kid that actually came back and retweeted to it and was like, yo, my father don't come to none of my games, and I really appreciate Mr. James coming to the games or whatever the case is. Oh, he was on the team? Yeah. Oh. Right. He was like, I really appreciate him coming to the games and doing what he do, because if my dad was LeBron James, I would want the same thing. Uh, he was more so saying, it's just cool to have somebody who is a celebrity come to the games. That's the coolest thing in the world to us. So I would like it if y'all didn't say anything bad about it because it's very special for us. And that's my point. This is not even for you, adult. Right. Like, go sit down somewhere. Go push Because you papers. ain't got a wicked jump shot. Right. Or slinging crap. Right? No, slinging. That's like, what is that mother? Stupid. The one that, the sports Watch guy. Yourself, ah, now. What is his name? I hate him so much. I don't even. I ain't gonna say I hate him, but I don't Who like him so much. Dude yes. Did he say something? Mm, I feel like he did, but I'm not gonna get into that. I feel like he did, cause they were the first ones who talked on it. Um, cause he ain't never shot nothing other than a. Uh, he always say that a French LeBron fry in James, his mouth. He always, Charlemagne. Anyway, he always says that. Um, I said that's not like something Charlemagne would say about him, cause you know him and Charlemagne be beefing. Oh. Uh. But. Uh, he always says that LeBron James won the genetic lottery. Okay. And you're like, that's the only reason why da 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 X Y and Z. Okay. It's not really that he's talented. He just he's six foot da 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 da. He got he can dunk. He was able to dunk at the age of fourteen or twelve or whatever the case is. Okay. I'm like, bro, stop hating. Like, it, I see it nothing hates. wrong with winning genetic it's, lottery. I hate it more when it's coming from our own people. That's why it's Whitlock. Oh my. Gosh, I can't stand I it. I want to sing, but I know I'll never be Whitney Houston. I'm pretty close. I want to sing, period. <laughs> but I know I'll never be Whitney Houston. I can be a hater and say, she won't that good. She just won the genetic lottery. She can hit that. Like, you just sound dumb. You sound. In the words of Remy Ma, are you dumb? Right. Like, you just sound wild, bro. You just sound. Because you ain't never shot nothing pitiful. in your mouth but you a piece like of shrimp from the hibachi grill. You want to hate on this man? Who is he? Does he have any credentials? He used to play football, but he sucks, so he didn't make it to the pros. Um, oh, he played in high school? In Niggas out here playing in high school get radio shows? Well, he became a sports journalist. So he was a really, really good sports journalist, quote unquote, because he was probably um, catering to that conservative group. You know what? Saying everything that they wanted to hear. Which is what's he, what fine. he's doing right now. The show is so Sambo now. And once Cowherd left, 
the show just got really, really Sambo. Now they got a Uncle G- Jimmy Rockets. segment part of the show where he be in there showboating Sambo. It's so ugh, I hate it. It's terrible. Um, and I hate the fact that Marcellus got to be attached to it, but whatever the case is. Because don't nobody still call him out on this BS, except for Chris Broussard, which they don't even invite him to the show no more, I don't think, because he called him out. Why would you? <laughs> but yeah, let's uh, finish up this episode, babe, by discussing Lion King. We well, went to go we see. we have to? I enjoyed it. I liked it. But I will say this. The one thing that I didn't like about the movie, it two things. It won't no soul in it. They took the soul out of it, yes. The music, it seemed like they turned it down. It was Lion King zombie apocalypse. They turned the music down. It didn't have that epicness to it. It sure did not. Like, Circle of Life is one of those songs that probably would give me a thug tear if I heard it in the right setting. If I played the original, and once the, the build-up and the climax of it hit, it gets you very. It gives you goosebumps. I didn't get goosebumps. Don't you ever hire Beyonce. I didn't even hire Beyonce. To act. I didn't. To act in anything else. Lions attack. Other than when she's playing <laughs> drunk. I ain't even like that. When she was Beyonce, at a, stop when she was at a James. I ain't believe it. No, the scene. I didn't believe it. At about that for your baby. That was the best that I've seen her do. And that wasn't even good. I, that was just mm-hmm. better. Cause she play, she's like Terrence Howard. She plays the same person in every movie. See or no? Okay, let me see this. Terrence Howard plays the same character in every movie. She he has plays, the same. He uh, plays the same character in every movie to me. All of his roles could be the same person at different points in their life, in my perspective. <laughs> With Beyonce, her voice does not change. Right, it's the same timbre. There's no inflection. There's no like, Beyonce, give me sad. Lions attack. Beyonce, give me happy. Lions attack. Beyonce, give me distressed. Lions attack. Like, it all sounds the same. Her happy, sad, distressed, shock, her laugh, all of it sounds the same. Don't ever Put her in any other movie ever again. Let her sing the song for the soundtrack. Let her be the voice behind it. Get somebody else to act in part. It was two characters that I feel like they got the casting wrong on. But outside of that, the casting was spectacular. The casting was wrong with Beyonce and who else? Scar. Nairobi? Oh, yeah. Scar wasn't as... Scar was flamboyant. He had a swag to him. This guy didn't have Scar that. Scar was. He was. He oh, was right. three. Dang, was, I forgot. Rafiki. Rafiki. It wasn't the character. It wasn't the actor who played Rafiki's fault. It was the writers. The writers didn't who write took no all lines. of his his fun lines. They didn't. He didn't boot Simba on the he spoiler alert. He didn't boot Simba on the head with the little stick thing. He ain't follow me. Rafiki know the way. Like, he ain't do none of that. Was Rafiki Jamaican? He gave him, yeah, Jamaican accent, yes. That ain't didn't sound African at all. Anyway. But I'm just like, but, the saving grace in that movie was Timon and Pumbaa. 
Yes. Of course, James Earl Jones as Mufasa. Right. And surprisingly, I was kind of um a little put off by Donald Glover. Really? As Simba when they announced that he was going to be Simba. And then I was all in for it after when like I heard a week. It- I was like, he was the perfect symbol. I just didn't like, yeah, he was the perfect symbol. I just didn't really care for the um, vocal acrobatics that he tried to. I was to here do. for it because he sounded, he sounded just like the guy who originally played symbol. The older symbol. Yes, he sounded like the original. He sure. sounded exactly like it, like it. Um, in Timon and Pumbaa. Very, very similar. They took all the and they took all the fun, they funny took moments. They took uh, the comedy yeah, out. Yep, yep, yep. For or some bacon. Yep, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> they, they took, took that, that part out, which was like, bro. But they replaced it with something that was kind of cute. It was a nod to other Disney films. They started to do the uh oh, yeah, true. the be our guest thing from Beauty and the Beast. But I still would rather have had the Are You Aiken for some bacon one. Definitely. Um, what they took else? all the funny parts what else out. Did we, they did. It was more. It was like when you turn a comedy into a situational to a uh, drama. Yeah, it was just, and there was no soul. There was no no soul. When the first they had Beyonce in there, it definitely had. No when soul. the opening sequence of the tone. Uh, <laughs> Circle of Life Circle of Life came out, we looked at each other and we was like. Uh, Shit. And then if y'all follow us on Instagram, y'all saw that. Oh man, I almost forgot about that. Fifteen minutes before the movie ended, the the TV just went off. Um, The screen just went off. The whole thing went black. Everybody was sitting in there trying to figure out what happened. So we get up and we go out to find like a movie attendant. A couple of people started leaving because it was late. We went to like the ten o'clock show, ten thirty show, and then we get out there and another dude was like, "Hey." Y'all movie uh went out. Y'all movie went out too. He was like, yeah, and everybody was like, oh man. And we could not find anybody who worked there. And then like a couple seconds after we were out there, somebody came and said that they had started the movie over. I it must have been a a, a movie theater wide problem. But if we had that video, um, when I post the pictures of the shop that I work at, I'll see if I can repost it from that night. But it was crazy. Yes, so, uh, well, this was the first episode of Homie Lover Friend Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. We're going to be changing everything over on the page. Um, we Again, we're going to have the merch uh, link up. We're going to have pictures of the merch. So stay supporting us. Because I feel like it's about to, it's about to go fast. This is going to blow up because you guys are going to love the logo itself so much, I believe, that um, I just feel like everything's going to work out here for us now. What do you think, babe? I think so. Start of something good. Start of something Start good. Start of something different. All right, but we're not going to change this, though, babe. Say bye to the people. Bye, y'all. All right, we out. I see you looking what you're looking at. Boy, you so late, get out the past. Watching me walk away, you want it back. I know, I know, yeah, I know. Heard you been asking my friends about me. Trying to see where I've been. Trying to see you one week. Trying to slide back on the slip, yeah. I know you mad and your feelings. Yeah. You were sleeping on the kid, yeah. Now I got you feeling sick. 
and you madder than a bitch. Yeah. Well, you messed up, now you back like a boomerang. Hey.